Blog Talk Radio.
Hey there. Uh, happy Friday afternoon, everybody. It's It's been a long week for me. Uh, you know, I my life is an open book. I may not tell you everything about a lot of personal things, but, um, you know, that may involve other people because I respect their privacy, but um, I'm an open book. And, uh, you know, I, I play that song, Coldplay, Adventures of a Lifetime, because um, this week, as, as many of you know, I, I've talked about it openly, that um, I, I lost two very dear friends, one of them being one of my closest friends I've had since early 80s. Um, and boy, did we look good. I saw some old 80s pictures of us that people were bringing out, and uh, man, we look good. Um, but their names were Jake and Ronnie, and um, I don't want to give out last names. I don't want to violate people's privacy, I mean, because they do have uh, family members and friends, and um, but I guess this is my way of grieving, and I just want to give a shout out to them, to their families, um, to friends who I know are listening right now. Um, it, it's been a hard week because a lot of us knew both of these guys, and um, it, it's been really hard. And um, <clears throat> I, I I want to tell you something about Jake first. Um, this guy, man, he's been battling, battling, I mean, battling um, cancer for years now. And um, he, <clears throat> he's like a brother to me. He's always been that way. And, um, you know, every time I went home, we would get together. Uh, you guys know I'm from Mississippi, and our favorite spot to go um, was a, it's a bait shop. <laughs> we would go eat breakfast there, or at least it used to be a bait shop. I think it still is. It's a little bit of everything, and um, and that's where we would have so many intimate conversations and solving the world's problems. And I can tell you stories going back to the '80s, but I'm not gonna bore you. But this man had a just unbelievable love of life he never you know like you know god i broke my arm and he's more worried about me than he was himself and that's the kind of guy he was and um i don't want to i don't want to go on too long because i just i i can't do it but um, Jake wanted them to um, to leave his last words as this, and I hope I live my life where people think the same thing of me. The optimist will say they're in a better place. The pessimist will say it was just their time. Be a realist. Smile and say they'll always be with me. And um, that that was what Jake wrote and wanted shared with friends, and um, so I, I felt that it was fitting to um, 
you know, it, it just to share that and, and, and maybe even, you know, inspire someone to, um, you know, really live life and, um, I mean, look what that man went through. I, I forgot the exact figure, but I want to say it was around 250 or maybe it was 500 something. I can't, it's between those. I know it's a huge space, but I believe it was around 250 uh, chemo treatments alone in his life. And he battled and battled and battled. So don't give up and, and, and live your life. That's what he did. And I hope that you all will take notice from from that. Um, my other friend, um, Ronnie, um, he became family to me when uh, you know, they were neighbors of my sister. And you guys know my sister is my everything. And um, I, I got to know him and his wife and his beautiful son is around the same age as my nephew. And, you know, they were big buddies. They are big buddies. And um, sadly, um, he was killed in a car wreck on Valentine's Day. And um, I just, I, you know, again, be aware of what you do with your life. Because these two guys lived it. And, um, you know, you you just never know. You never know what tomorrow may bring. And live your life in a way that is uh, fun, (laughs) Um, that is uh, one that people will look back on and say, damn, they had a good life. Ronnie was very unexpected, of course, and um, I I don't have his exact age in front of me, but he was just in his mid-30s, so, um, and he has a six-year-old son, and, um, you know, just just think of those two families um, as Ronnie's being laid to rest tomorrow, um, and Jake was laid to rest yesterday, and I, I just, um, I, I wanted, I, I wanted to share that story so that, um, you know, it just don't forget to live life and how, um, how precious it is, and and how awesome of a life most of us have, you know that, and um, anyway, um. I'm going to take a quick break, and we're getting ready to bring on an incredible guy um, who works at this just unbelievable uh, nonprofit that does these incredibly incredible things, and um, I will let him tell you more about it, but um, we're going to take a real quick break, and I'll be right back. Thanks.
sure you guys can tell by my inbox by uh I mean, by my twitter page not my inbox but uh <laughs> i hope you don't have access to that um and, and by my show um i i hope that you can tell that i am a, just a fun-loving um fearless person and um so are these two guys and uh i just you know i just wanted to pay a small tribute to them and um, I, I think it. I, I think it's kind of ironic that um, I had already scheduled this guest before all of this happened, and um, it, it, they're a group called Play Palettes. Um, now, I could try <laughs> to explain it to you, but I'm going to bring John on right now. Uh, John, are you with us? Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks for thanks for coming on the show. And um, you know, I was saying I, I think it's ironic that I had already had you scheduled about um, you know coming on and telling us about play palettes. Um, you know, you guys believe that access to sport equipment. I'm reading off your Twitter page because I love what it says. 
We believe that access to sports equipment is a fundamental right that every kid in the world deserves, no matter the situation. And uh, I couldn't be more in agreement with that. And, uh, but I love, you know, I want you to tell us more about that and, you know, kind of who your target audience is. Sure thing. Um, well, first off, I want to say thank you so much for um, giving me the opportunity to talk to you guys about this. You know, right now we're such a little kind of guy out there that anything um, where we get to kind of get our message out is just so unbelievably helpful. Um, so I'm just super thankful um, that you guys are letting us come on the show. Um, really honored to be here. And, you know, I've been following you guys since we, I think, met on Twitter uh, through um, Ashton Harris's Twitter account. Right. And you guys are, <laughs> right. you know, so in line with my objectives, both personally and through this little uh, this organization that is just kind of like an amazing twist of fate that we were able to find each other. And I guess that's one of the uh, – one of the few bright spots to look at in um, today's <laughs> world. So very yeah, thankful for yeah. that. Um, and also, sometimes you know, it also brings people together. And uh, exactly. and I, you know, and you know what? I, I, Even if it doesn't bring people together, at least it does a great job highlighting those people that need to be highlighted and um, dealt with. And we need right, to stay vigilant. Right. And not become complacent um, because, you know, as far as I think we've all hoped that we've come as a society, um, it turns out a lot of those hateful, disgusting voices were just kind of, you know, in the shadows. And uh, now if there's one bright spot that this administration has uh, served, it's to illuminate and bring these people to the forefront and now we can fight them, uh, fight them out in the light. Definitely. I, I digress. Um, anyway, no, so, uh, this is your time. You know, I, what you were uh, talking about earlier really resonated with me about your friends. Um, you know, I'm very sorry for your loss. That's thank you. That's I terrible. appreciate that. And I think we've all, you know, have, that happen, and I think like the one of your most salient points there that hit, hit with me is like, you know, don't forget to live life, and don't forget how awesome most of us have it. And right. you know, I've been right. really like really fortunate. Um, I think I think we're all fortunate that are lucky enough to have won the lottery to be born in this country, and it's so crazy that the very same human beings just based on where they happen to be geographically on a map aren't not only getting the things that they need um, to, to thrive, but they're not getting anything at all. And it just seems so unfair that something so arbitrary as to that can dictate what, uh, what kids have to deal with and have to grow up with. So that was really the impetus behind starting Play Palette. Um, I, you know, I originally started kicking around an idea a couple of years ago about trying to come up with like the cheapest, easiest, 
solution for getting basketball out there because it's becoming such a global kind of sport. But unlike soccer or other sports where you can, you know, kind of set up a yeah. couple sticks, it's more involved. But it's it's just so tough to kind of see that, you know, kids aren't getting a chance to play. I mean, it, it's extremely important and rightfully – so these refugee camps, you know, the focus is on hardcore survival with, um, right. you know, food, medicine, water. But I think we all kind of at least can understand that play is just as important in the development of children and getting kids that, kind of, you know, that real world learning where they're learning teamwork, they're learning sportsmanship, they're learning leadership. There's so many lessons just of winning and losing that you can learn uh, through sports. So we just really, you know, kind of, we, I, I love sports and this is like the one way that I feel like it can actually give back. You know, so many people are doing such amazing things out there. And if, you know, we can just try to do something in our wheelhouse, this, this was kind of it. So we, uh, we just took it and ran with it, so we're trying to make things happen. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's you know whether it's here in America where, you know, I mean, we both it sounds like we're very fortunate that we grew up. You know, we grew up with sports. There was never a question of, you know, how I was going to get somewhere or where my equipment was coming from. It just it just happened, <laughs> and right. you know, in high school and college, and it, it, it just, it just happened that way. And um, yeah, when my my friend sent me the tweet, I mean, it's kind of we kind of went in this roundabout circle to get to one another because a friend actually sent me the tweet from Ashlyn Harris, uh-huh. the soccer player, <laughs> and uh, you know, and I was like, and I I clicked on, and I was like, this is freaking amazing. And I'll say, I've got to have them on the show. And, you know, we we really do take advantage of being able to, you know, play sport of any type. And, um, you know, but, you know, whether, you know, a refugee camp or in, you know, just, you know, deep in, you know, Africa, Syria, some really um, – I mean, you just keep keep naming it, you know, these war-torn countries that, um, you know, and even here in America where, um, you know, kids are are fighting for food, and nobody should have to do that, especially a child. And um, sure, people can drop off a few soccer balls here and there every couple of years, but I mean, you know how long that's going to last. I mean, right. um, and yeah, it, it it was so touching to to find out about you guys and what tell. I mean, I know, but tell the audience kind of you know what it is that you guys do. That um, what is a play palette, just so that people can sure. uh, get to know you. Yeah. So. Play pallets are essentially a redesigned wooden shipping pallet. So, you know, the standard 40 by 48 inch wooden pallets that you see um, on on trucks shipping stuff, whatever it is, whether it's cereal to the supermarket or whatever, these are 
you know, pretty ubiquitous. So we redesigned it so that they can be broken down uh, once they deliver their supply load uh, and rebuilt into all different types of sports equipment. So the thinking is that we would be able to get these into the supply chain for places like refugee camps, very inaccessible war-torn countries, disaster zones, and other underserved areas where organizations and NGOs are shipping aid, we can also provide uh, some sports equipment for kids without having to displace any of this more valuable, more uh, necessary cargo. So we've got right. some models that can break in, break down and turn into two basketball hoops. We have soccer goals, field hockey goals, ping pong tables, uh, skateboard pallet that is kind of my favorite. And um, oh, the big thing yeah. is, is awesome. yeah, exactly, a little little fun box and some boards. So um, the you know the idea is that everything is completely self-contained in this pallet. So you don't need to go searching for parts or balls or nets or accessories. And, um, you know, it can be shipped very easily. It's got forklift slots, just like a normal pallet, same dimensions as a normal pallet. Heat treated for export, just like a normal pallet. Going to get where it's going. And um, it, just like you said, you know, you can drop off soccer balls somewhere. But the real goal of th these is to – provide high quality or higher quality sports equipment where they are standardized goals and hoops or whatever so that you can have something reliable that the kids can depend on and you can start leagues or organize tournaments and teach and really have something that kids can feel is their own. Um, so even if it is a soccer goal system, you know, you, you could say, like, oh, all right, well, that doesn't make much sense. Like, why don't you just take two bottles and set them up for goalposts? Um, and that's that's true, but we really want to kind of help bring some normalcy into these kids' lives. I mean, it's just so sad that there's, I think, something like 60 million refugees worldwide right now, and over half of them are kids. And it's just it's tragic that that many children are growing up in a world where they, they let you know are barely surviving, let alone having the opportunity that they have to just be kids. Right, and and as we know, I mean, you know, when when you're stuck in that situation where you're having to fight for food, fight for clothing, fight for housing, um, you know, it it does become survival of the fittest and. Um, you know, kids are often left out, you know, I mean, especially if something happens to a parent, parents, um, yep. and, you know, and, and I mean, it's great that they have the equipment, but being able to play team sports like that really, you know, teaches a lot about working together as human beings. And, um, I, I, I think that's fantastic. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, so many good things come out of this. Um, right. I mean, it's lessons that you take with you for your yeah. whole life. It helps you survive throughout, you know, exactly. your entire life. Yeah. Yeah. 
It sure does. I mean, it's it's amazing. Um, I'm just so okay. impressed with what you guys do. And how how can people? I mean, you know, just to tell our listening audience, and I mean, it'll be available for podcast later. Um, you know, if if someone if someone wanted to buy one of these to send somewhere or sponsor. Um, I mean, do you guys accept things like that, or how do you go about buying one of these? Yeah, absolutely. So right now, it's obviously we're just a very tiny organization, so we can be very flexible with however people want to help out, whether they want to, um, you know, talk to us about an organization they work for, if they want to sponsor a pallet themselves, if they just want to make a small donation. Um, anything that gets people involved is great. You know, I think that now more than ever almost, we all need to stay active and make sure that no matter what's going on in the world, we're doing what we can to help out. So in any in any way that people can get involved with us or any other organization is tremendous. And um, right now I'd say the, the thing that we are in most need of would just be word of mouth. So if people are, you know, resonate with the idea and what we're trying to do, they can send out a tweet on Twitter or tag us in a post. Um, That's really what's helping us as we get the word out and start getting um, the ear of some bigger players in the, in the whole. Right. uh, Right. now, who are, so, who are you trying to get when you say bigger players? Are you looking at, at companies to carry this or are companies that would buy some of these and send to Syria, send to Africa, send to Chicago, to small town America? Yeah, um, what we're basically looking at right now would be on two sides. Is One side would be kind of your more like corporate uh, groups, and we'd hope that they be, would maybe be more like, um, you know, if they wanted to do some good PR or if they were able to donate supplies to us, you know, for instance, if Nike were to uh, supply our basketballs or whatever, that would be tremendous. Um, or if they wanted to purchase, uh, you know, a bunch of pallets and use them on their for their own initiatives, that would be amazing. But we're also really trying to get um, involved with some of the larger aid organizations like UNICEF, Save the Children, and uh, some of those types of groups to kind of work mm. into their supply. Okay. But really, again, you know, like I said, we're we're flexible and we're willing to try anything. If people have good ideas, we are all ears. Wait, what? We will be passing things along as you need us to. Um, you know, please know that, you know, you you are definitely a friend of this show now. And, um, That's you know, we we are definitely behind you. My my co-host is not here today, but I, I, I'm pretty sure I can speak for Craig that he would think this is a pretty amazing thing. And um, I, you know, yeah, I love I was, you I was guys doing it. Last week, you guys had some sports some sports talk last week for sure. So it's very cool to hear. And uh, again, I can't even tell you how much I appreciate the support and how cool you guys are. It, and have been with me. 
you guys really well i mean you guys are doing the work the least we can do is promote it and um yeah but you know it's amazing because you're using your abilities to actually enact change instead of talking about it which obviously you know you do do you also are so active in the community and really making things happen with, you know, in any way that you can. And that's super cool. I mean, it's just really inspiring. Well, when we started the show, our, our only goal, like we don't, we don't get paid. Now we, we do have like some sponsors who might uh-huh. give things to the show that we give away and we get there, you know, they're like small businesses. I mean, that, that are doing things for good and we can turn you guys into that for sure. You know, and just right. you know, mention you on the show um, instead of a commercial. But that's what we do, and um, but, you know, because we think that um, you know, not buying um, a, a, a certain uh, not my president president like his items or whatever. I'm gonna try to send you somewhere else to spend your money, and and I feel you know, <laughs> about, and I'm not saying that's your political people. Please don't think that's. I mean, everybody knows I'm very progressive, very liberal, but and that, that these are not John's opinions, um, and neither is their organization. But um, man, I I, <laughs> I just I like supporting small business and small organizations like yours um, that are up and coming. And uh, now people can donate too on your uh, website, right? Um, okay, I'll, I'll make sure to put that out too. We're we're running ourselves like a nonprofit, even though we don't have the designation. Where all of your donation is going to be going um, completely into the uh, pallets themselves. So if you do choose to donate, we'll let you know what your money was used for and uh, let you track where your pallets are going, um, if you have a specific sport in mind, um, it's all, it's, it's all very good and it's all good. What if one of my listeners calls me and say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in, in helping out. And they say, so do you, um, do you have an idea on, you know, how much they need to build one of these things? You know, what what would be a? I mean, I, I know that with, probably with different sports, you know, things change. But what what would you say an average cost is? <clears throat> yeah. So um, basically, the the design is exactly the same um, for all of the sports. It's only okay. different in how it's reassembled and the accessories that come with it. So obviously, you know the. Um, Field hockey goal isn't going to come with basketball rims, but um, it will be basically the same palette embodiment. Um, Okay. And right now we're working on getting the price down. Uh, We'd be obviously selling them at cost. So we are, are, we finally found a great supplier through um, a contractor called Onwewo, which is, an upstate New York company that's really great. And um, we're getting our, our prices down. They're not still not where we want, but it, it'd be around $60 a pallet 
for a complete palette. And they're, um, they're surprisingly easy to make if you wanted to just give it a shot. You know, I, uh, I built the first one out on our balcony here in Brooklyn and, um, you know, it's pretty easy, uh, you know, it was designed so that we could really kind of have people do it themselves as they want. Uh, not this girl. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it would turn out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Hey, you, 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 you don't want me. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can send the money and if somebody else can do it for me. <laughs> You you really don't want me touching the hammer. I mean, I've tried my whole life, and it's it, it. I'm good at a lot of things, but this is not one of them. But I mean, Just I'm sure play. there are a lot of people out there um, that can can build these things and you know help out. Um, I think yeah. it's an awesome it, idea. Well, thank you so um, much. We're we're really excited about, it. and um, I think we're we're sending out our first pallets to Jordan and Greece and Syria in the next week or so. So it's exciting times. It is. You know, and with with everything that we're seeing with what's happening with um, immigration or lack thereof, I mean it's good to see what you guys are are doing um it it just reminds me that there's really good people out there that want to do the right things and so thank you for doing this i'm going to make sure you know to get information out anything you want me to put out there let me know i mean just you know you've got my email send it to me i'll put it out there i'll try to you know look at your page periodically and, and retweet stuff and you can count um on on at least one palette from my wife and I for sure. Um that, uh, count that is count so on that. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. We so we will do that and um you know hopefully people from the show will um at least try to get information and um you know yeah, hopefully you know we always appreciate you know, a shout out. You know, if three people, if, uh, if three people can donate twenty bucks, hey, there's a pallet. I mean, I thought exactly. you, I thought you were gonna tell me because because like this is this tells you what I know about building things. I thought you were gonna tell me it was gonna be like five hundred dollars. And now that you told me it's no. sixty, <laughs> uh, you count count on us, count count on us for pallets. I, I can assure you That's- of that. And. Uh, um, I, I encourage our listeners to do the same. Thank you so, so much for that. Again, I can't can't thank yeah. you enough for this opportunity. And John, you are always uh, welcome to come back on the show too. Um, we would love I'll that. Love you. You know, anytime you want to promote I, something, uh, our show absolutely. is yours. I mean, we we'd, we'd love to get some yeah. some accessibility stuff going. Right. You know, our mission is right. to help kids play everywhere, and we'd love to you know, help you guys or have you guys be involved with us and, you know, maybe we'll make some custom, uh, some, uh, custom yeah, Tracy I, and Craig show gear, <laughs> Tracy and Craig show palette. Well, that, palette that, this is just what I do stuff. for my living. Um, part of it is I do like accessibility, uh, things <laughs> and, 
um, you know, it's, it's something I can easily, you know, write up, look up, look at the, and that's what's funny is like, I, I can tell you, you know, widths and lengths and things like that, but me attempting to build that, I can put it on paper <laughs> and it's going to look good. You know, I can come up there person. and show you where, what needs to happen, but I can't do, I mean, I, I, I hit a, I hit a nail and it's, it just, I, it, it it's bad. I, I need to take a, I need to take a class or something. I don't know if that would help at this yeah. point. I would love that. So, you know, you plan and I'll, I'll work, but I think that, um, you know, going into the accessibility sector would be absolutely incredible, especially because unfortunately there is such a cross pollination mm-hmm. of children that have been injured in conflict or by landmines or anything that right. also want to play. Right. So, but that would right. be uh, that'd be super cool to work with you more, and would love to be in touch, and would love to be back on your show whenever you'll have me. At any time, you're, you're always welcome, awesome. and I appreciate you coming on today. Well, I appreciate you giving us the time, and uh, thank you so much. We'll be in touch. All right, great. Thanks, John. All right, talk, talk soon. Okay, bye bye. Oh, what a great group. Um, I, I have really, uh, I really have fallen in love with this group called, uh, you know, the Play Palette. Um, I know what I'm talking to my wife, the accountant, about. I'm going to be giving some, some of those palettes out um, from, from us. And, um, you know, um, it doesn't matter if you can give five, sixty whatever, you know, um, what a great cause. What a great cause. Um, we've got a few minutes before I, I bring on, um, our next guest who I, I just can't wait to have her on. Uh, <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Uh, this woman like, has done my two dream jobs. Um, in her life, and, and I'll mention that when I'm introducing her. But um, I, I wanted to discuss for a second uh, numbers. Uh, I normally hate numbers, but yesterday, uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center put up some numbers that are staggering about uh, the you know hate groups in America um, and, and really how much they have risen in the, in the past year. Um, and yeah, it has everything to do with, with Trump. I mean, um, the latest FBI statistics, according to the SPLC show that hate crimes against Muslims grew by 67% in 2015, the year in which Trump launched his campaign. Um, The report contained in the spring of 2017 includes the hate map. You can go on um, the SPLC uh, website, and I'll post that where you can see the hate map and – and see exactly what is going on there. Um, but the number of hate groups, hate groups operating in 2000, 
2016 rose to 917 groups, up from 892 in, in uh, 2015. The number is 101 shy of the all-time record set in 2011, but high by historic standards. Um, and the Atellance report has, you know, also um, obviously discussed it. And the senior fellow and editor of, of the intelligence report, Mark Patak, uh, said 2016 was an unprecedented year for hate. The country saw a resurgence of white nationalism that imperils the racial progress we've made, along with the rise of a president whose policies reflect the values of white nationalism nationalists who can't talk and Steve Bannon these extremists think they have an ally who has the president's ear and this is me talking now and quite frankly they do um you know I think we all know that what has fueled the fire if you will has has been this um you know crazy talk from Trump and his followers um, you know, in um, it, it's it's got to stop. And you know, a lot of people always ask me, "What can I do? You know, what can I do to help?" We can keep talking about it. Talk about it on Twitter, on Facebook. Have face-to-face conversations with people. Don't forget that those exist. You know. Um, you know, I have to, I have to take social media breaks because I, I start feeling disassociated from people, and you know, um, I mean, I I feel that you know what we're doing here to show. I I have I I I do you know have have this need to you know put information out there that's accurate. Um, but I also know for me as a human being, I need to have that human touch, that human contact with people. Uh, but, you know, just make sure to keep the conversation going, however you do that. And, and remember groups like um, the ACLU, um, Southern Poverty Law Center, those are two really big groups that need a lot right now. Um I mean, I would say those are probably the top two that need our support. Um, we just renewed our ACLU membership. We got our cards the other day, and damn right I'm a card-carrying member, and I encourage you all to, to do the same. And um, So with that note, we're going to take a break, and um, I promise you, don't, you do not want to miss this next individual. Um, I have a feeling it's just, it's going to be, um, it's, it's going to be amazing. Um, and her name is Susan Surftone. If you, uh, didn't see the, our release of who's going to be on the show today and, um, stick around and she will be up next. Thanks. Cause baby, now we got bad blood You know we used to be mad love So take uh, a look what you've done uh, Cause baby, now we got bad uh, blood Hey, I can't take it back Look where I'm at uh, We was OG like D.O.C. Remember that? Remember that? 
My TLC was quite OD, ID my fact. Now POV of you and me, similar Iraq. I don't hate you, but I hate to critique, overrate you. These beats of a duck can't use baselines to replace you. Take time and erase you. Love don't hear no more, no, I don't fear no more. But I get respect and quite sincere no more. dose of cheese <laughs> so I took some uh, tea swizzle on and uh, yeah I know normally not my thing but uh, we were about to have uh, just it sounds like she has led the most amazing life uh, and I'm a little jealous of it because I've always said I mean you guys know I pick around a guitar and sing and blah 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 um, but nothing like this woman I um listen to some of her music it's absolutely uh way cool way way cool and um her name is, is susan Surftone, and she um the, here here's what her bio says she's a former fbi agent turned surf guitarist singer songwriter um and uh she's 
fascinating woman who has continuously been breaking barriers. Um, she is now working on a tour and a live recording dub, making waves again. Um, she's recorded more than 10 albums, um, became breakout stars in Europe, and even had a couple of their songs featured um, on a season of The Real World. Um, and she she also, I, I've been putting out some articles um, that I have found of hers too. That uh, I mean, I mean, she she has a real um, a, a, a real and great point of view um, that most of us don't have because of just what she has done in in her past. And um, so I think that uh, it, it's it's going to be real uh, fascinating uh, talking with her. So. Uh, without further ado, I'm going to uh, go ahead and bring Susan on. Susan, good afternoon. How are you? No, I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Where do we start with you? Um, I have to say, <laughs> you know, I was saying, um, uh, you know, I'm a minor musician. <laughs> and, and and I've always said, um, I think, you know, most lesbians after um, seeing <laughs> – after seeing Silence of the Lambs, wanted to be Jodie Foster and be that FBI agent. We all know there's a lot to it, um, but you've been both of the. You are both of those things, and um, you know. It, do you want to start out early in your career, or what? Where do you want to start? I've, oh well, I'd, we start at the. I don't know. I went, let's see, I went into the FBI after I graduated from law school, and um, I didn't want to work for a law firm because it seemed boring, frankly. And um, the FBI was hiring, so I so I went. And um, I did it before Jodie Foster did it, actually. I was in the early 80s. And yeah. I, I worked for, yeah, I worked for, for counterintelligence, which um, a lot of what you see in the news today thing is, is right, what I did. Right, right. So, so right. um, I'm finding that very interesting, I'll tell you. And um, I worked that for three years in the FBI, and then I wanted to, I wanted to get into music. It was one of those things where I was like, I think I was about 28 years old, and it was, uh, you know, I'm either going to do it now or I'm never going to do it. And if I don't do it, I'm going to regret it. So I talked to the bureau about the fact that I wanted to play in clubs like CBGB. I was in New York City at the time, and they didn't like the idea because here's some some words that you'll find very familiar: I'd be compromised and blackmailed for playing in the clubs and being around people who might be bad. Uh, so yeah, yeah. so um, yeah, so <laughs> I quit. I quit. You know, it wasn't exactly the most uh, gay-friendly environment back then either because you weren't supposed to oh, have a top security clearance and be gay. So there were a lot of us there, but, yeah. you know, it was all very hush-hush. And I figured it was time to leave, so I did. And I started my first band in New York City. It was a kind of blondie-esque man that had a vocalist, female vocalist. And we played around the clubs, played CBGBs, played a club called Great Gildersleeves a lot down the street from CBGBs. And... Um, then after moved to Rochester, New York, I started the surf band, uh, Susan and the Surf Tones. And that that was right around the time that the movie Pulp Fiction came out with the Tickdale song Miserloo in it. So the mm-hmm. music was kind of was popular then again. Right. And um 
and it was big in Germany. It was big in, in Europe. So I got signed to a label out of Hamburg, Germany, and uh, went over there for, I think I went to Europe four times, actually, and um, some fun tours over there, and then I got signed to a small Belgian label and then an Italian label, and that was that was a lot of fun. And then eventually in 2011, I moved out here to Portland, Oregon, where I am now. And I don't know, it was 2000 that I moved out here. And 2011 that I started uh, being Susan Surftone, finally. Everybody called me that. And I figured, well, I wanted to do more of a solo recording thing. It's, it, I can't play solo. I can't play the music that I do solo on stage. So, But for recording, I taught myself to play the bass well enough to back myself on the recordings, and I started working with a producer named uh, Steve Kravak. He's in L.A., and uh, he also happens to be a great drummer. So we started working together. We had all the pieces we need. I'd do all the guitar work, the bass work, and whatever keyboards we needed, and he'd do the drums. So we put out a number of uh, CDs that way, playing that way, and then when I do play live, I do have a band here on the East Coast that I use and one on the on the East Coast that I use and one here on the West Coast that I use. So um, either way it works. And I probably will be going East for a tour either this year or the beginning of next year, and probably I'll be doing a short West Coast tour this year, I think. So that's what I'm doing now. And my new EP is my studio EP. Studio EP is called Making Waves Again. That's already recorded, and that will probably be out in April, I think. And I've also been doing some work with a really cool indie label called Bongo Boy Records out of New Jersey. They release a lot of my stuff on there, uh, very good garage compilations and surf compilations. So it gets some exposure. They work uh, heavily in the Asian market, so it gets exposure over there and some here too. So keeps me busy. Well, you know, that's, that's where some of the greats got their, you know, really – um, made their mark where I mean you know we here in the U.S. think we're the be all that and all and guess what we are mm. <laughs> and uh, you know um, a, a lot of musicians have, have got their start um, you know Europe Asia um, but then you know the U.S. You, you may or may not know them or it may take a while to, to get to know that artist and I, mean, I think yeah. it's a shame that people don't, um, you know, try to, um, you know, it's okay to branch out musically, <laughs> you know. Well, I, I um, thought the Europeans were more open to a female lead guitarist, frankly. When I first started yeah. playing surf, well, I've always played surf guitar, but when I started the band back in 1996, it seemed like the Europeans were much more open to the fact that a woman could actually play lead guitar in a surf band than the Americans were. Now they, they've come along now, and I'm singing now too. I started singing last year, and I think I think that's helped. But um, um, I kind of enjoy the singing because it's something new for me. And I started my political writing too, so that's a whole other thing. So that's that's fun too. Uh, and you you have an incredible voice. You should have been singing this whole time. Um, Everybody told me I couldn't I, sing. <laughs> And I listened I, to them. I listened to them far too long. So it was another now or never moment where it was like, I'm either going to do it or I'm never going to do it, and I want to try to do it, so I'm going to do it. Well, I'm glad you did it. 
Thank and you. I Thanks. love what you have to say on Huffington Post. Um, you know, the the subject of, um, you know, it, it kind of seems like you bring um, every, you know, a little bit of everything that you've done in your life into into one, and you've, you've put it, um, in, you know, in these articles. Um, yeah, it's and, kind of the style that Hunter S. Thompson used to do. It's kind of like... Um, it's uh, you take what your personal experience is and you you write opinion from there. So you're speaking with yeah. kind of a a unique voice and a unique perspective because you actually have some experience with it. Like when Hunter S. Thompson wrote his book on the Hell's Angels, he actually was embedded with them. He wrote with them. He was with right, them, and he wrote from personal experience. So I, I've always liked him. I loved Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That I was a hell a of a book. book. <laughs> yes, and so that that he's been kind of my model for the writing. Yeah, uh, it's can't imagine it, what he'd be saying in the world today. That's for sure. Oh man, can I? Man, you yeah. know, I I know he he kind of lived, um, you know. It, so they say, whoever they is, you know, kind of, well, and you could tell by some of his writing, it's a little bit of a, um, maybe a little bit of a tortured life, you know, inside yeah. the head, which, you know, mm-hmm. I think we all can get there sometimes when you're so passionate about something. And, um, you know, he, uh, I, I sure wish he was, he was around, man, would he be giving yeah, I'd Trump like to, what? <laughs> I'd like to hear what he has to say. I really would. So. But anyway, yeah, that, that's definitely. kind of my model for the writing is to take a little personal experience and, and kind of write from there because nobody's seen it. Nobody's seen the things that I've seen the way I've seen them. And then it kind of, I think it buttresses the opinion too because you can actually show the readers where, you know, I've done this and I kind of do have a perspective. It might not be your perspective, but it's my perspective. And I'm going to write about right. my perspective. <laughs> Right, and um, then for listeners that, that haven't read anything, I mean, can, are, are you able to share, you know, any specific stories with us or, you know, kind of give us uh, give us your feelings on what is happening in the world right now? Where, you know, where where the hell are we going? If you can answer that, uh, um, we'll, we'll pay you a billion dollars. But uh, Okay, good. <laughs> I'll try. Uh, <laughs> I think we're being I think we're being tested, and we're either going to come out of it okay, or we're not going to come out of it at all. That's frankly what I think. Um, a lot of our values are being tested. Our resolve to deal with some of the things that Trump is being tested. Can we unite, work together, and stop his agenda? Get in the way of his agenda. That's what we should be doing. And you, you see signs of it happening. I mean, people are spontaneously getting together and getting out there and not letting him do this. We have to remember we are the majority. We're the majority, not his people. Yeah. We are. And three million, almost three million people voted for her over him. And that's what we have to remember. This electoral college thing is an archaic system. It should have been gotten rid of a long time ago. And because we held on it, held on to it for too long because the red states didn't want to give up their advantage, now we're stuck with him. And I really think the key to him is pursue this Russian thing. Because with my experience as an FBI agent that did counterintelligence, believe, this is my opinion, my opinion, that there's something there. And I think a lot of people share my opinion. I think some Republicans like John McCain and Lindsey Graham share my opinion. 
So I think it's worth pursuing. And all I can say to everybody listening is call your senators, call your congressmen, email them. Email the ones that represent you because they'll listen to you. Right. They're your representative. So, you know, get on that email, get on that phone, and push them. Make your voice heard. There, I've made my pitch. Yeah, and that's, um, we pretty much say that every day on the show. And, you know, it's, you know, like you said, I mean, you look at all of the minorities in, in America, you look at all of us, and I think we're all, we're, we're coming together more and more, and, and it's mm-hmm. a huge majority. And the minorities united are the majority. Right. And that's the key to it. That's what we have to remember. The minorities united. Right. We're the majority. Yeah, they're the minority. And I, I was raised I, in a blue-collar family. Yeah. yeah, I was raised in a blue-collar family. And mm. I know why his message works, because I, I grew up in it. And I know why his message works. It's these feelings of resentment and these feelings of just, it's kind of a victimhood that, that these people have, and he's playing to it, he's using them. And, you know, I hope they wake up. I hope they do. You know, he keeps he keeps harping on that message to them, and they think they've got a champion here. I, I think they're going to be very disappointed as time goes on. And I don't think oh. he really is going to help them. No. I mean, no. just with his, yeah, with his appointments and um, everything. I mean, he's he's not helping. He's not helping the people that think he's helping. I mean, no. Um, you know, no, he. I can't. Sadly, he's too. He's 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 one of these quote unquote uh, leaders that you know rules by intimidation and fear and uh you know I studied someone like that oh. back uh well, that's, yeah. when I was in, that's all he you know his name yeah, called, that's his all name he has. Yeah. That's all he yeah. has. I don't think he has anything else. I don't think he knows what he's doing. I mean it's pretty clear. If you saw the press conference the man doesn't know what he's doing. And the problem oh, is, oh my I God, mean, was that a mess or what? Yeah, I know it. Yeah, and he hasn't surrounded himself with people that can really help him. That's the thing. If, you know, if, if you got a guy in there that that is new to politics, new to all of this, and he surrounded himself with people who were experienced, had good ideas, and could guide him through the process, that would be one thing. But that's not what we have here, and I think most of us know that. Yeah, I mean, of course, you know, it sounds like you and I both agree on, you know, the basic. I mean, I'm sure if we talked even further, you know, we we would we would definitely um, share the same sentiments um, on lots of things. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, you know, I I think, you know, there are a lot of people that, you know are starting to realize, oh, holy shit, Obamacare is the same thing as ACA. Yeah, they didn't even <laughs> know they like, had it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you know, people yeah. were Anything like, with the name I Obama mean, on it was bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, that's, why the, that's why they started calling it Obamacare, so they could start exactly. moving it into people's head it was bad. You know, it's the same way you always hear Hillary Clinton was a weak candidate. She wasn't a weak candidate. 
Look at everything she had stacked up against her, and she still won the popular vote by almost 3 million votes. She had the FBI, she had the Russians, she had the mob yelling, lock her up. They didn't even listen to her ideas or policy. She had, you know, him screaming all her lives, the WikiLeaks stuff, and she still won by almost 3 million votes. I mean, there was all the, the voter suppression that went on in North Carolina, I mean, I mean, she had those headwinds that she faced. She wasn't a weak candidate. She wasn't a weak candidate at all. She was a good candidate. And it's a shame that she's not president. I think a lot of people feel the same way I do. We'd be a lot better off oh, if we were I'm saying Madam President. <laughs> We'd be a lot better you. off if we I'm were saying Madam President. I know he's the president of the United States, but I, I refuse mm-hmm. to acknowledge that. I, I just, I will not acknowledge that as, as a human being. I can't do it. Um, it's, um, I, I, it's, I, I, I list for that I have for him. Um, not, uh, go ahead. When he first came along, you know, when he first started running, I said, okay, listen to him, give him a fair hearing, listen to him. And then it became obvious he was crazy. So, you know, and then it was kind of like, okay, it's time for him to, like, the Republicans to step up and get a viable candidate in there, and they didn't. I mean, he just he ran over the Republican candidates that were up there. God, every debate he ran over them with his nonsense. And um, nobody could stand up to him. And and here we, here we have him. And the Republicans, I don't understand the Republicans, like Ryan and, and McConnell, that they go along with this nonsense. They really... I, I kind of wonder where their moral compass is. I really do. You know, do they just want to tear down everything that President Obama did that badly? They're going to let this guy right. do what he's doing. So that's 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 what I think. What well, what do you um what do you think about the latest thing that uh we're you know that we're hearing and, and you know and and. You, this, the sad thing now is that I mean, we have no idea what to believe, but I, I don't doubt this. That um, I, you know, that, that we're hearing about, you know, potentially the National Guard moving in, um, you know, regarding, uh, you know, um, immigrant, you know, immigration um, in this world and well in America and how. You know, um, he he's gonna start sending that in. You know, well, if you're not gonna let me stop them at the borders, I'm gonna start pushing them out. Or you know, um, yeah, I, I I don't. I saw the headlines for that today. I haven't actually read the stories yet about it, but I did see the headlines. Um, I well, I can't imagine the illegalities with that one, to tell you the truth. And um, right, you but know, he got I away mean, I would, a couple of days with. With not letting people in, you know. Yeah, but he did push them back, and I, I got to hand it to Bob Ferguson up in the state of Washington. He really took them on and won. I mean, that's the guy we should have. Yeah. A guy like him, as attorney general, <laughs> exactly. not Sessions. Yeah. Oh. So the law, the law can work for people. It, it the law can can right. be effective, but you right. know, and I mean, there's plenty of good people in there that are willing to fight for the Constitution and what we know is right and what we stand for. And we do not stand for the National Guard coming, pulling people, I don't care who they are, out of their house. You know what I mean? It, it, right. You just can't do it in this country. It's not America. 
It's not America. Right. And that that's what bothers me is that I'm seeing a lot of things that I never thought I'd see in America, things that are even talked about like this. I know that, um, right. you know, Steve Bannon, he's, you know, who is this guy really? He's behind a lot of this. This is Steve's, Steve Bannon's vision of what America should be, and I don't think the majority of us agree with it. So it's time for us to stand up and say, as Nancy Reagan said, just say no. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Um Mhm. It, it you know, and and I've been waiting on this quote to come out or a version of it. And uh, while I was on break, when, when I was calling you, I was just kind of running through you know recent news, and um, and Trump has now actually come out and said that the media is enemy of the American people. Who else said mm-hmm. that? That the media is yeah, enemy know. of hmm. their country. Hmm. He had a little mustache. Mm-hmm. He did, didn't um, he? Yeah. 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 Um, Hitler. Well, I, just a, I was just listening this guy named to his Hitler. speech. To, yeah, I was listening to his speech today in front of the Boeing people down in South Carolina, and it's like, uh, is anybody really listening to what this man is saying? I mean, this is not right. This is we're getting really close to a very dangerous line here. And when he said, "God bless very. Boeing aircraft," it was like, what? You know, it was, uh, you know, it, we're getting close to, very, very, very close to some dangerous lines here. And it really is up really to the are. majority of us that want to have the America that we know is the real America. And that's the America that we were under Barack Obama, the America that we would be with Hillary Clinton pres- as president. That's who we really are. Not right. And And we just need to keep that in mind. We just need to keep that in mind that, that we really are not what he's portraying. And I would like to know how much buyer's remorse there is in the people that voted for him. That's what I'd like to know. Yeah. That's, I think a whole bunch of people want to know that right now. Yeah, I mean, I think if we had a do-over, I think she'd be president. Yeah, and she, you know, she should be. I mean, uh, I mean, in my head, she is, damn it. Yeah, I can't let go. So, um, I, I know. Yeah, I mean, it's just that. Yeah, I, I, you, you just can't. You know, it's just kind of one of those one of those things that uh, you know, I'm like a little kid, or you know, I'm just like, yeah, I don't well, let it's, go. It's hard, it's, I'm not ready. It, it's hard to let go because it's like you know, three times in my career, I took the oath to the Constitution that they'll take, you know, to protect and defend. And it's like mm-hmm. you know, just because you leave the job doesn't mean you don't mean it. You know, I mean, and to me, it's just, right. you know, we, this is not us. This is not us. This is not why I was in the FBI. This is not, you know, who America is. And I have to say, I never thought I'd say it, but I'm on, you know, John McCain is doing a good job. And then you have to think and remember, this is the guy that sat in the tiger cages in Vietnam for years. And he didn't sit in those tiger cages and give up what he gave up to see Donald Trump do this to his country. So, exactly. you know, I mean, you might not agree with everything John McCain says. You might not agree with everything Lindsey Graham says. But they're the Republicans who are fighting them. So, you know, I hope they get them. I, I mean, you know, from January to now, I mean, his 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 
you know, ratings keep going down. The, I mean, they are going down the drain. And, I mean, how how long can we keep up with that until, I don't know, you know, the people do something about it? Um, it sure doesn't seem like Congress is going to do anything about it um, at Congress this point. Will do something about- They'll do something about it when they get afraid they can't get reelected because that's what all those Republicans care about. So, right, you know true. what I mean? When that's they true. feel like they can't get reelected, that's why when you see people at the town halls, oh, I loved it when Chapis would get, he couldn't even talk at his last town hall. They were yelling at him so bad. That's the one that went <laughs> after Clinton. Yeah. Right, and it's right. like, you know, it's like as long as people do that, do things like that, keep it peaceful, don't get crazy. Don't give them something to point a finger at you with. You know, you did this, you did that. Keep it peaceful, but be forceful. Keep it peaceful, but make your point. And that's what we need to do. And I, you just have to remember, there's more of us than there are of them. So, you know, you have to just keep at it and keep at it. And eventually, you're starting to see the cracks. I mean, he's, he's, he doesn't have a firm grip on, on government. He doesn't know how to govern. The people around them don't know how to govern, and we just have to keep keep working at it. That's all. And eventually, I think I think that we can turn it around. I think the true shame is so that too. we've been cheated. Really we've been cheated yeah. of having her as president. That's the thing. Well, we have. I, I think she. Yes, I think she would have been a fine president, a good president, and we've truly been cheated. And that's the thing that makes me mad is that, you know, because of all this nonsense, whatever the Russians did, whatever this and that and the other thing, ultimately the American people have been cheated because, like her or not, Hillary Clinton would have been a good president. Well, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. So you, um, you don't have to love her, you know. You don't have to love her to right. say she would have been right. a good president. You know, because that was just one of those things, like, you know, I'm from the South originally. I mean, I haven't lived there in almost 19 years. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would tell with my, you know, my parents are both still alive. And, um, you know, I, I would ask her, you know, how you, you've got these beautiful grandchildren, my beautiful niece and nephew. How can you, um, how can you vote, especially especially having this really in tune niece who, I mean, she's 13 and she gets it. She knows what's up. She's a little feminist and I love her. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I mean, how can you look her in the eye and tell her who you voted for? Um, And and not only that, she made very, anti-Hillary comments and and she couldn't back a single one of them up and she did she did the same thing with with Obama and uh mm-hmm. you know I mean I, I have to laugh to keep from crying sometimes and yeah my mom was going on and on with me about um you know Trump now and um and you know I said listen you know have you made this is before Trump got uh, you know, before his inauguration, uh, I'm like, you know, hey, um, have you have you made your death panel <laughs> um, <laughs> appointment yet? <laughs> because I mean, yeah. you know, she's a very educated woman, and 
Um, and she bought into all of that, just like she bought into all the rhetoric against Hillary. I mean, yeah. she didn't vote for Trump. She voted against Hillary. Uh, yeah. Now, my dad, he voted for Trump. I mean, I don't, we, won't, we won't get started there. But, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I that, that's what a lot of people did was they wanted to vote against Hillary because, of, like you said earlier, because of the fear. And mm-hmm. uh, that, well, a lot of people, yeah. I mean, they started beating the drum about Benghazi and the email things and the Clintons. I don't know. I see. You know, I, I met Bill Clinton in 2008, and I listened to him speak in a room of 40 people for two and a half hours. And the man is brilliant, and I, the man was very complimentary of George W. Bush and some of the work that he did with AIDS in Africa. And they were. I think that they are two people that have dedicated their lives to public service. And you don't always, you you don't always like politicians because yes, they are driven personally. Who else would do this? I mean, you know, and. Hillary just got, I don't think people understood her. I think that, um, I frankly, I think a lot of women resented her. I don't know. Women don't get that that, that thing like, like men do. You know what I mean? They don't get the old boy club and everything. Sometimes I think women are resentful of other women yeah. who are accomplished yeah. and do things. And that's something that really needs to get turned around. But It's, um, it's just scare catty women. I mean, you know, yeah. if, if 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 you can if you can get a hold of who you are get some you know i mean truly 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 get um some confidence about yourself and and the the women around you and stop being scared of your own shadow and of other women yeah. and come together it, it it you know i think it's happening again um I think we were there in the late 60s, early 70s, and then, I don't know, it just, it turned into, you know, a literal soap opera, um, and, mm-hmm. um, it's always been a know, little soap but, opera, I was there for the 60s and the 70s, it's always been a little soap <laughs> opera, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never, yeah, you know, it, it's never really gotten to a point where we have gotten, where women have right. helped right. each other, yeah. You know, the, women don't. like the ERA and the women's movement, yeah, but that was just a group of women. That, that yeah. was the women in general. And what happens know, is, um, is is men men still hold the power. Men still hold the power. And I, I would see this when I worked. I had a corporate job once, and I thought, it's men held the power, and the women had to get ahead by catering to the men. So the men still still dominated the culture. Women never got to the point where they could control the culture. And that's where we've never gotten yet. We've never gotten to the absolute pinnacle where we can turn around and control the culture. And this corporation, and I say it was, man, I've seen it all my life, that women will, oh, some women will cater to what men want and they, because they want to get ahead. And it's ultimately the man that's going to give them the promotion, the man that's going to this and that and the other thing. You're starting to see women as CEOs. The, you know, I mean, I wanted to see a woman president, frankly. I really did. And, you know, Hillary, I think she was the one. So I don't know where we go now. I don't know what we do now. Yeah. I don't know what we do now. It seems like we're just getting knocked back. I think think they're going to go with a safe bet and put a man out there next time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I mean, that's that's just how it is right now. I mean, I hope it changes. Yeah. I do, too. um, I hope it changes quick. 
So yeah, yeah, real quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, this is we have come to the end of our uh, time together, and I I wasn't sure where we were going to go. I, I you know with with all of your experience. Um, I, you know, I, I would like to, you know, maybe, um, get caught, I'm, you know, get some copies of your music and, you know, um, play on the show if, if you would allow mm-hmm. us and you sure. know, get it out there. Sure. We would love to do that Absolutely. for you. And, um, you know, we're always promoting, uh, women, uh, musicians, mm-hmm. artists, uh, Absolutely. whoever you are, you know, um, yep. we, we always, well, you're, uh, your listeners can go to my website, which is www.susansurftone, all one word, no capitals, dot com, and you can. There's links to my music there, and there's plenty of articles, and there's also a little collection of links to all the political articles I've written. So it's a good starting place for anybody. Yep, you'll get and a really I, good um, overview at my website. Yeah, and and you can you can also follow her on Twitter. Same thing at Susan Surftone. Um, and it has her link in there, and I just put her link up for for everybody to go and check out. So, um, so don't say you can't find it. <laughs> but uh, seriously, this has been a this has been a great interview. I, um, you know, like I said, I, I had no idea where it was going to go um, because there was so much in a short amount of time. And so I appreciate you uh, coming on and. Um, love you know having this um you know active political conversation that uh many women tend to uh back away from and uh i'm I'm glad there's more people like you out there now um i don't back away from much i'll tell you that um (laughs) i I would think not i would think not just spiders Um, i don't like spiders i don't like spiders oh god yeah, yeah, you, but, you start yeah. you start messing with me, spiders, snakes, things like that. Yeah, I'm gonna freak <laughs> out. But yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know when it when it comes to uh, you know when my rights are at stake, you damn right I'm gonna I'm not gonna back down. So no, no. Uh, keep doing you, and um, looking forward to hearing about your tour. Maybe you can come on closer when all that's announced, and uh, we'll get that okay. out there for you. All right. Okay, Thanks, Susan. Cool. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Bye. 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 Man, we're having such a great show today. Um, and I have saved uh, for last um, the crew from Hot Butch. Uh, they are an amazing company. Um, they've been on the show before. They are a, uh, a sponsor um, of the Friday show. And uh, they're going to be with us shortly. And until then, I'm going to take another quick break, go grab some water, and uh, we'll be right back. Dangerously, I'm going to love the 
carefully Let's start living dangerously
just might be a black Bill Gates in the making. I just might be a black Bill Gates in the making. Welcome back. Um, it is so good to um, have you with us, and we've had a great show, and I have saved, I'm not going to say the best, because I don't want to make the other guests mad, but let's just say the funnest people for last. Um, I'm bringing in the crew from Hot Butch, um, Hope Butch, I'm saying that right, right, Karen? <laughs> yeah, I always, feel, I always feel like I'm saying a, uh, like a southerner that I am. But uh, um, <laughs> how are you? This well, you Friday? know I'm a southerner too, so it sounds right to my ear. Now, if I were in France, I would be hearing it like hoot pooch, but it's all good. Right, right. You don't want me trying to. I, and I took French, and it's like oh no, no. <laughs> you, it, I'm not even going to attempt to say it that way. Uh, you know, um, where, where where are you from? And now you can tell I'm from the south. Where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Houston, Texas. Oh, Texas girl. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Texas yeah. girl in the house. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, this is Tracy. I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. We're great. I got Nick on. Nick, you there? Oh, awesome. What's up, Nick? Oh, maybe she's not there yet. She must still be on hold. No, she's not showing up on my switchboard. I, I sent her a her text, so hopefully she'll uh, get on here in just a second. I'm, I'm keeping a close eye out. Uh, oh, so, okay. Cool thing. What do you got? What do you got for me? What What are you guys um, working on over there? Um, and and for our new listeners, maybe give just a quick rundown of uh, you know who you guys are. Yeah, well, we're we're host Butch. We're happy to be on the Tracy Fort Show once again. This is our second appearance, and we love connecting with Tracy and her listeners because you guys are are just amazing. We saw. Uh, ton of traffic on the last visit and people just coming through and getting to know who we are and what we right. do. And what we do is we provide fashion and accessories to uh, women, men, trans men, 
just um, more unisex clothing with a crisp masculine aesthetic, and we provide everything from snapbacks to shoes. So, and it's just in your form, fit, and style. So, you know, we're not here to label you, whatever you call yourself, or however you like to dress. We have got the most amazing quality clothes to, you know, have you just suit up and show up at your best. And uh, we're happy to be able to provide such a great service to the community. Yeah, and I hope, uh, you know, those of you that got on Twitter, if you, if you go get on Twitter, I posted a great uh, great picture of, of Karen, and Nick is now with us. Um, she's a spokes model, right? Spokes models, that's the yeah. for yeah. for you guys. Yeah. And uh, welcome yeah, back, Yeah, thanks Nick. for posting the photo of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, yeah, that photo, I, I told you guys, I mean, that was hot. You guys owned it in that picture and, and you just can't help, but when you see their clothing, I mean, you just, you know, you, you just feel fierce and, and especially oh. right now, you know, one, one of the, um, but that picture is out on my, on, on my Twitter account, just for people that want to go find it. Um, I just put it out there recently, um, but, you know, a little bit about what we talked, talked about, you know, we want to talk about what, what you guys have coming up, you know, uh, what, what's new in the clothing line. Um, but, you know, also, you know, the reason why I say that you, you know, looking fierce right now and feeling, feeling fierce is so important, especially for women right now when rights are being taken away, um, you know, for for women, for LGBTQ, um, IA, yeah. I was like, I'm missing one. Um, you know, <laughs> I we 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 have this horrible situation going on in America, and you know, I I always like bringing you guys on, and we we've worked with other organizations and other people that. Um, you know that we want you to support because we need we need people buying um, buying clothes from from these guys because um, you know don't don't go to some men's store that's um, you know owned by some corporation um, that you know doesn't fit who knows well. may or may not <laughs> give to Trump I know where you you know I know where you guys stand and. And you're truly, you know, doing it for the community. And, um, you know, like Do- like Dr. King did back in the 60s, we got to hit them where it really hurts. And it's their, it, it's, it's, just, it's their wallet. And, you know, we, we need to be shopping at, at places, you know, like, like your store. And, um, and that's, that's so important, um, you know, during this time. So I wanted to, you know, I want to find out a little bit more about, you know, what's going on, what's new with you guys. You know, if you're welcome to put any input towards that about what I said about, um, you know, we, we've got to support each other um, and, you Absolutely. know, really lead a true revolution. You guys know that. I've talked too much. <laughs> Well, you are the radio show host. <laughs> well, I, you know, you know, I just pull a few switches. That's it. 
you know, your sales, your followers, and things picked up, and and you're on here again, and and you're and and not only are we talking about your product, but we're talking about your politics, and you know, a lot of people don't like to mix their business and politics, but you know, right. I, I grant you, I grant you, my listeners do, <laughs> and my followers do. They, it, it matters to them. They hold the same belief that I do. <clears throat> you can tell I've had a cold. Um, that that I. You know, I think it's so important that we, um, you know, support uh, minority-owned businesses right now more than ever. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. it, you know, you 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 got our support, and for that, you know, one person who uh, left, you know, good. You're gonna get you're gonna get some much better people now. Um, and you know if she's listening, great. I don't care. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I up. mean, I I can't. I just really can't be concerned with that. You know, I have to be right. Right. I have to be concerned with you know people's rights, and you know, um, and I have to. I just have to you know stand up and rebel against that. I can't stand behind. Oh, and say, well, this isn't a company, this is an entity, and the two don't mix. You know, um, I like to be able to really support the people that we serve. And if somebody exactly. writes, just like when people write and they say, hey, you know, this is my first time, I'm going to be in a pageant, and I'm I'm a young woman that, you know, that's bush, and I'm going to be in a pageant with other women um, and they're going to be wearing ball gowns, and I want to come out wearing my fiercest butch clothes. Can you support me? You know, and this was what, Nick, about a year and a half ago or two years ago? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were like, hell yeah, we're going to support you, you know, and we made sure we mm-hmm. sent her a check for the money to get her tuxedos, and we sent her dress shirt, we sent her bow ties, <laughs> and awesome. all the accessories. And then we stayed in touch with her by phone, by email, by text, and we saw her through. And she's just like part of our family. And she's a little debater. Her name is is uh, Maddie out of Oklahoma, and she won the pageant. You know, that type of thing. That's go on, Maddie. And, and, yeah, go on, Maddie. Goes going on to bigger and better things. Um, and those types of things are important to us, and we, and we read all of that stuff. We really read about it, and we talk about it, and we say, how can we help? This is important. We can't help everybody, but that is a part of who Heartbutch is behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. That's, right. that's where our heart is, you know. So if you can't get with that, then, you know, we get it. Go to Macy's. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, that's why Macy's and Coles, you know, and those people exist. You know, that's but that's you don't not get that you're type not, of you're not our customer then anyway. That's how I feel. Right. Right. And right. you know what people don't understand is that I mean, you you fit your clothes to um you know, to our body styles and it, you know, you don't have to go to well, I don't want to say any names, but you know, some some big warehouse, if you will, and you know, buy a suit <laughs> there, and that, that that was real sneaky of me, wasn't it? But um, you know, I mean, you you guys are you know, you um, you you cater to us. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, you know, I, I think that's important too in our, in, in the company to help us, you know, focus. I think when she first started the line, you know, talking to her when I first met her, um, she, she focused on, on really supporting, you know, our community. I mean, that that's, you know, she, She's very fashion, you know, talking about her. She's very fashion. She loves, you know, fashion and getting really into fashion. But, you know, getting to know Karen, getting to know, you know, the designer behind Hot Butch, you know, you learn that she has a passion for people who need what she wants to offer. You know, it's not just about, you know, I need to make a buck or two. It's not about, you know, I, I want to make this line and and be this person, you know, it's, I want to make something that people can be proud of, that people can wear, that people can say, I am who I am, I'm happy who I am, and look, look what I've done, you know, and, you know, that's the biggest part about going to companies like Hubbard, you know, because it, it isn't, like you said, you know, a giant warehouse where, you know, we could just go to this warehouse and be like, all right, well, that's a nice dress or dress pants and, you know, this and that. And then, you know, you you buy something with a meaning, you know. You buy something for you, made for you, you know, and that person who designed it, designed it for you. You know, they didn't design it for money. They didn't design it for fame or, or any type of, you know, recognition. They They took something inside of them and said, I want these people to have what I feel I can give them, you know, and I think that's right. the right. biggest part in in supporting, you know, companies such as Hot Butch, you know, because it's, it's absolutely about more than just not, you know, it's about so much more, you know, and you, you oh, really yeah. understand how much you you like um, like how she mentioned, you know, with with how involved that you know we stay with certain people and like stuff, you know, you can't service everybody's needs and help everybody, but, you know, the few who are helped, you know, it's it's helped with great pleasure and, and there's a lot of heart behind it, you know, to really reach out to somebody Absolutely. of the So, you know, that's that's definitely an, an important thing that I've always noticed, you know, with Hubbush and that's, you know, the biggest reason why I stick by their side so much is because I believe in humanity, I believe in good people. I believe in doing the right thing, and I believe that Hot Butch and the designer behind it, Karen behind it, you know, believes in the same thing. You know, and I think that our views is to help people and care about what we can put out there for the community. You know, rather than just be out there to be out there. I totally Wait, agree. And, Thank know, you so much the, for saying that. Yeah, uh, that's. Um, nice. Thank you. You know, like, like, like we talked about the last on the last show is that, you know, I mean, you guys are very reasonable with your prices. I mean, if you're, you know, if people are going in and um, going to these bins, you know, nice stores or you know the Nordstroms or things like that. I mean, you want a good shirt, you're you're going to pay a lot for one, and why not why not take it to you when it's going to be fit for the female body and mm-hmm. um you know our, our our people you know some people may not be able to fit their whole wardrobe for you know 
uh, from you guys, but you know, I mean, some people will, right. and um, you know, I, I uh, you know, I just can't stress to our our listeners the, the importance of supporting minority-owned businesses right now. I mean, and stop supporting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've told people about their um, the Democratic Coalition against Trump is a um, is, is is a larger pack than MoveOn.org, and um, mm-hmm. I mean they're they're friends of the show too, and and they've got a uh, mm-hmm. boycott Trump um, app that's out there, and I mean it's it's my favorite app. I go to it before I before I shop or go anywhere. I pull it up. Um, it's you know, and find out, and and I just try to do small business anyway. Um, I this is the way to go. Um, I'm not a big corporate person, but um, you know, we we've got to show, you know, these people with all the money, the one percent that is trying to you know run the world. Uh, we 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 gotta we gotta start taking our money elsewhere. Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and look how long they did in Montgomery for Rosa Parks. They went over a year at that boycott of 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 the transit system. People walked, people carpooled. I mean, um, they did what they had to do to get by. And and it, and this is the same principle that we need to, um, you know, support you guys and you know, um, you know, other small um, businesses that are out there. Um, you know, you you guys just you know happen to cater to a, a pretty um, you know, pretty just certain individual, um, but you know there's there's other places that um, you know that, that we can support as well. You know, um, it's killed me not being able to buy stuff on Amazon, but I I did it. Um, you know, um, this is this is what we got to do: support one another. Yeah, yeah I, think I, think I think you're that. right. I think you're absolutely yeah. right, and um, I think it's imperative that we support each other. Um, otherwise, we, you know, we don't exist. You know, we cease to exist, and uh, it's just it's, we just continue to be invisible, and we we vote with our dollars. You know, right. um, every Absolutely. single every single day. I love that you have that app. I'm gonna check that app out so that I can become um, much more savvy too in my own buying. So thank you for letting uh, me know about it's, that. Yeah, it's it's the greatest app, and I wasn't trying to I wasn't trying to you know talk about another organization, but you know I I just. Thought I would throw it out there for people. No, you know, I'm glad like, well, where did I get all this stuff? Where should, you know, how do I know where I can and can't go? And, um, yeah, you know, it's it's a good one to have. It's one that I it's one that I trust. I I I trust the people um, there and their information that they have. Um, they're a reliable source. And uh, we only have a few minutes left. I, I, you know, I want you guys, you know, monthly to come on. You know that, and we'll talk longer. Um, but um, while we, in the last few minutes that we have left, can um, tell us about you had any new product coming out, any specials, um, 
is are you guys going to be anywhere anytime soon? Well, okay. um, we've got some new. Well, we 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 do we we are planning to be somewhere soon, but we can't make the announcement just yet. So when we come on the show the next time, we'll make the announcement because it should be oh, y'all are you know solidified. <laughs> that would be fun too. That would be fun too. Um, <laughs> But we are working on some new shirts, and um, we're finally going to be having our jackets made. So please stay tuned to that. A lot of people really want the white Gotham jacket, and we're going to be going into production on that in the next within now between now and the next two weeks. So that will be released, which is going to be super exciting for a lot of people who have waited quite a while for us to say that we're going to go ahead and do those. And um, and also, we're starting to explore the idea of um, creating Harper's signature suits. So um, we're playing around with that, and we're going to be doing some samples of that. So that's super exciting as well. And I'd love to do some short suits, you know, with the short pants and jackets and vests. Oh, yeah. You know, for, yeah. Yeah, for, for uh, later this year. So I'm excited about that as a designer. And then lastly, I wanted to I wanted to tell you about this testimonial that we got um, because this really talks about the Hot Butch customer. She 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 just started buying clothes from Hot Butch, and she sent me a text and she said, "The more I try on your clothes from Hot Butch, the more confident I feel. But more importantly, the more I'm accepting of my body." You have no idea how amazing I felt in those outfits. It was such a relief to feel good in my own skin. I wear loose clothing to hide my gut and anything else that isn't socially acceptable. But after that, I'm okay with wearing clothes now that's more fitting. And I look dope. Thank you for letting me wear your clothes because, believe it or not, you're part of the reason why I finally accepted my body size. And I don't really talk about it. And you've changed my perspective, and I want to let you know that. And this is bringing me tears of joy, and I have to thank That's you for amazing. that. That's amazing. Finally accepting myself. Isn't that great? That is awesome. That is awesome. Isn't that I love great, hearing that. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's, that's what it's all about that's right there. What it's about. That's who. That, that's who we design for. Not everybody else that can go buy something from anywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Not the warehouse. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's so much going on, though, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much new stuff that I know is coming out. I mean, with shirts and jackets, I mean, there's some vests that recently came out. I think we talked about it the last time, you know, and then playing with the idea of the suits and stuff like that. But, I mean, the really yeah, the short biggest place. Yeah, shirt. Mm-hmm. The, it's nice. You know the short shirt you just did the photo shoot in, Nick? I did, I did. I actually loved that shirt a lot, a lot. Yeah. Tracy, it's got a black front and the rest of the shirt is white. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. I like yeah, that. pretty it's, cool. Of course, it's, Nick it's, makes it's, it look even more amazing, of, cur- of course. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, well, Nick, are you um, behaving, studying? Oh, I'm behaving student? very, yes. I am. I am. I'm just, honestly, I just, I've been focusing on, um, you know, I go to school, so I focus on school, and uh, Hot Butch has been a big 
you know, focus mainly. I mean, we just keep and being a great mom and being a great mom. Don't let her. Don't 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 let her not tell you all that. This girl does a lot. She does a lot. She's (laughs) you're a mom too. Make some mom. I am. Oh, my God. You're my hero. Both of you are. Yeah. You're exactly right. I am. Oh, my God. And you're a parent. Yeah. I'm a single mom. I've been a single mom for 17 years. So. Way to go, Mama. That's good. Smart and beautiful girls. Definitely. She's three amazing, smart, and beautiful girls. I have, you know, and I just found out um, my niece came up to me and mentioned to me that she wanted to come out and uh, she wanted to, you know, inform me. And she, I guess she felt, you know, confident and comfortable with telling me that. And um, I I oh, was wow. blown away. You know, I was blown away. Yeah. Oh, cool. Not what I expected. Um, but I had asked her, you know, the funniest, most, amazing thing that she had said to me was, I said, well, how do you know, you know, that's how you feel? And she said, well, when I looked at guys and dated guys, I felt like I was being forced and I wasn't happy. And I said, well, make sure you're happy. And she said, yeah, I just felt forced. That I felt like I had to be in that relationship because that's what everybody wanted me to, to be in. You know, and I just didn't feel happy with that. And I said, well, you know what? I said, don't ever feel like society and what everybody else is going to do to make you happy because you're the only one who's going to make you happy. So she's, you know, she's happy with that decision and she's rolling with it. So, and she's 12. Right on. Good for her. She's got a good, got role, a good model. role model. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. But, you know, like, so what are we going to be putting you in to rock, Tracy? I'm ready. I'm ready. What do you What do you got coming up? Where are you going? Well, you know, I I, I was gonna uh, be going out to that one convention we talked about, but um, I'm sure the listeners are like, oh, we're really bored with this. Uh, but I broke my arm and <laughs> had to have surgery. Had two surgeries, an infection, and right now I'm not doing a whole lot of anything. But I'm hoping uh, on over in April there's something else coming up. That I can't quite announce right. yet, but um, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you take care of who you need to take care of, um, you know, and um, then uh, we'll we'll get it taken care of. I promise. I want to sport Perfect. around in it. It's so yeah, good. we definitely want to see. We definitely want to see you rocking hot butch. Uh, uh, ASAP. I think we have your address on file, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We should. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll yeah, get you something you else. It, yeah, we'll get you. We'll at least get you something you can lay around in uh, for the next couple of weeks till you heal up. Oh, that sounds good. Sounds great. All right, perfect. <laughs> I love thanks it. Thanks for your time today. Thanks it. for having us back on the show. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. And uh, great as always. Hey, hey, ho to all the Tracy Ford listeners. Thanks for listening to Hawkins. Yeah, we've, we've got something. 
we we've got something fun that may be happening with old Nick. Uh, but oh, we'll talk about that. Are maybe we really going to talk about that? Oh well, my not God. yet. Let's get it together. Are we going uh, to maybe be talking about that soon? Uh-huh. Oh, we can talk about it. Maybe, yeah, maybe by the time um, next show rolls around that you guys are on, we can. Uh, yeah. Well, let's just throw, we'll mm-hmm. throw, uh, we'll throw a little. Uh, why don't you, why, why don't you just say, go on, Nick. Tell them what we're going to do. But we don't have details. I well, I don't. I don't have much details. I just know that you know we'll be doing something fun with, uh, um, playing with the idea of is it an auction or is it? Um, no, let's not call it that. Okay. What What should we call it? You You throw 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 the bone out there, Tracy. Well, how? I mean, to me, I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Buy a date doesn't sound much better either. <laughs> we'll call it whatever well, you're feel comfortable right. with. Okay, I'm gonna throw this. I'm gonna throw this bone out there. Do it. Find, find Nick a date. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're doing. And we're we're, 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 we're fine for good topics. Now, if you see, if you've seen. If you've seen my son, and yes, I do call her my son. <laughs> if you've seen my son Nick, then you know how gorgeous she is. So gorgeous. I'm married though. Thank you. But you think you have somebody that might want to meet Nick. I think you should tweet about it, and I think you should get on there and tweet about it right now. If you haven't seen the picture, you better see it. Well, we can, you can find them on Facebook.com. Then... Yep. But details, more details to come, but let's start tweeting about it right now. Let's do. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, we've we've be come fun. out with it. We've come out with it. <laughs> So, ladies right. of America, or wherever you are, get ready. Get ready. We're gonna get Nick a date, or get, get you. I should say, get you, get you a date with Nick. That's what this is gonna be. Um, oh my God! So. Oh, don't if you switch it around that way, Tracy. Then it's dangerous. Tracy, you, you don't want to switch it around. You don't want to switch it around that way. But I'm going to tell you that right now. I do. I think that's what it is, you know? You better hurry up and flip that back around because okay, if, if Nick is going to take charge of this date, if Nick is going to take, take charge of this date, let me tell you, the date is in for it. I can Nick will go. Nick will go all out. I'm telling you. So Yeah, so we'll talk about details, you know, later on I guess when they're they're figured Absolutely. out. Absolutely. I guess I guess for now, <laughs> you know, we'll just leave it I'm as gonna, you I'm know. Gonna, I'm gonna watch the fireworks myself. I'm gonna enjoy this. Oh, me too. It's gonna be a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean look, it's gonna be I'm, it's gonna be very serious. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, no, it's yeah, gonna, it's gonna be a fun time. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun time. You guys, and I, I say that we get to interview them the next day. 
Ooh. Oh, I my God. I think that's God. a good idea. It's getting deeper and deeper <laughs> and deeper. <laughs> I don't okay, know if you before about it. <laughs> All right, ladies, you're going to get me in trouble with Nick. Well, hey, I think we've I think we've thrown enough intrigue out there for today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll start but getting if you want to if you want to date there. if you want if you want a date with Nick, I think you need to tweet about it. If you know somebody yeah. else that would be a great candidate to date Nick, I think you need to tweet about it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get it out there. Tweet about it. Let's get it out there. We'll tweet about it, and then, you know, hopefully we can make it uh, be able to help our community too at the same time. Absolutely. You know what? We might be able to. We might be able to tie it into this other thing that we have coming up. Oh my God! Mm -hmm. That would be incredible date. And Tracy, we'll have to let you 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 know know. what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we yeah. can help you with the show and stuff. Oh, my great. God. That could be a really That's amazing good. collaboration right there. That would, mm-hmm. that would. And honestly, you, know, you know what um, I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Now, a date, oh, my God. That would be incredible. That would be a treat. It's that would incredible. definitely that be would a be treat a... for somebody. Oh, my God. Wouldn't it, though? It we'll would. have to fill you as soon as we get off the air. We can't tell. We can't tell. I can't. I, I won't. I won't tell. I don't give out secrets. Just right. know that when it happens, it will be amazing. Showing up at my house while I'm laid up. That's what it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> well, you two, we've got to get off here because we're about to run out of air time. Uh, thank All you right. for coming on, and uh, thank you. Yeah, let me so let me know what's happening. I can't. I'm not being in the We're middle. gonna text you. We're gonna text you on a three way as soon as we jump off. You let us know when you're done. Say goodbye to all your listeners. <laughs> Thanks to all your all fabulous, right. wonderful, incredible listeners. Everybody have a great weekend. Thank you from Harvest.com. Come visit us this weekend. All right, guys. All right, thanks for having us on. Talk in a second. Yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you, Nick. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.